today we talk about uh, knowing who your audience is, finding your audience, and, and how you come about to uh, know who your audience is so that when you write, talk, or build a product, you know who you need to focus on. Now, I'll be real upfront with you. Uh, I've got a really simple answer to this. A lot of you all might not like it because it's not the answer that you want to hear. You know, I know that there's a lot of companies that they spend thousands of dollars with research companies to find out who their audience is. Uh, I've been a part of several companies where that's happened. Uh, you know, I was a part of a... Um, a startup that got funded with Y Combinator and even got uh, funding through a celebrity uh, Shark Tank investor. And the founder of this company actually paid uh, another company to figure out who their audience was. And it was for wine and it came back that the audience is millennials and it came back that the audience was older females that were slightly wealthy. And a few other things that came with that. I've been a part of uh, you know other companies where that same research was done, thousands of dollars spent. I've talked to people that give all these crazy answers, like uh, you know find out what books apply to your industry, and then go to Amazon and read the reviews and see you know what kind of people those are. To things like uh, you know going to different websites, uh, to going into uh, you know maybe Google Analytics and trying to find out your demographic that way, or if you're running pay-per-click ads, who were the people who interacted with your ads, even with Facebook. To be quite honest, uh, as much as that might sound like good good advice, what that basically means is you've had to have money up front to pay these research companies. Or you've had to have already developed a website and have some money for paid ads uh, or, uh, you know, already have a website and a product. And then you're going back and looking at the analytics data to see who was interacting. Really, I think all that's crap. My answer is this. You've got to be an authority of some kind. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be a guru. That doesn't mean you have to be an expert. Uh, we're not talking about people who are, you know, shutting down right now because I said authority because they've got imposter syndrome. Authority actually means something different. A lot of people think authority means I have to be the best, I have to be the most knowledgeable. Uh, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, for a lot of times, that is what authority means. But the way that I use authority is you've got to be really immersed into your topic. That doesn't mean you're the best person in your topic or the most knowledgeable. It just means you're immersed into that topic and you know a lot about that topic, even if you're not the guru or the leader or somebody that's been doing it for 20 years. You know, I you know I know certain subjects very 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 well uh, because of, of of the way that I absorb information. But that doesn't mean that I'm the leader or the best in that topic. Uh, but you have to be an authority, and that is my simple answer to finding out who your audience is as being the authority. So I'll give you an example of this. Let's take Serpwo. I'm not the best SEO person in the world. I'm not the best digital marketer in the world or the best pay-per-click person. Hell, you say Jason Brown, nobody in our industry even knows who I am. Uh, you know, they're going to know other names because those names are out in the public. Now, just because they're out in the public don't mean that they're actually authorities or experts either. It just means that they're more well-known. But people do not know Jason Brown. A lot of people don't even know Sir Wu. 
Uh, I know that I'm not the best internet marketer, but I know a lot about this topic. I know uh, you know, many broad things about internet marketing. And then there are certain subjects that I'm really deep into internet marketing. One of those deep subjects is actually pay-per-click. Uh, one of those deep subjects is certain parts of SEO. And even with SEO, you've got different areas. You've got technical SEO, you've got copywriting, uh, you've got on-page, off-page. You've got a lot of things with, with SEO that you could be deep in or broad. The point being is this. Uh, I'm not the expert. I'm not a well-known name. Our brand is not even that well-known. But I have a lot of authority because I'm deeply engaged in this topic, the topic that relates to search engine optimization and, more importantly, uh, with things like rank tracking and SERP tracking and coming up with unique ideas and viewpoints that other people have barely talked about or not talked about yet and getting real deep and exploring those so that's how I come about with saying that I'm an authority. Uh, it doesn't mean that I'm the smartest or the best or the person that's been in it for the longest or the most well-known name or brand that is a well-known name. I think you get what I'm talking about saying that I'm an authority because I'm deeply engaged within the topic. And because I'm deeply engaged in the topic, I know who our audience should be. Because with me having 20 years experience online and 18 of those within digital marketing specifically, uh, I've been able to take those experiences and I've been every possible person in the SEO field. I've been the on-page guy, the off-page guy. I've been the black hat. I've been the white hat. I've been the freelancer. I've been the consultant. I've been the employee. I've been the entry-level employee. I've been the CMO. All across those different areas, I've even experienced all of the algorithm updates. I've been in all of the, all of the debates through all of the search engine forums. I've got close friends that are newbies. I've got close friends that are people that uh, <laughs> embarrassed well-known uh, brand names and celebrity names within our industry with things like uh, a Snuggy Blanket for Dogs. You know, I've, I've been in there. I've ranked uh, really competitive sites. I've ranked really low-end sites. I've done e-commerce. E you know, I could just keep going on and on. I think you get the picture. I've been in every facet imaginable within this field. I know the audience for our tool. When I built the tool, I actually built the tool for myself, you know, because I had done a lot of SEO and then I got out of it and I was doing a lot of pay-per-click. And when I wanted to get out of pay-per-click, I wanted to get back into SEO. And I had spent a large amount of time, you know, basically ignoring SEO and I wanted to get back into it. But I built a tool to help me shortcut that process to give me an advantage, an advantage moat uh, to give me leverage. And I built that tool for myself uh, because, again, I was deeply engaged in this industry. Uh, you know, even if I had went to pay-per-click and I was coming back to SEO, I knew what tool I wanted. And as I built the tool and it became something that other people wanted, we then had to ask the question, well, who is going to be our core audience? What's going to be our demographic? Who is actually going to benefit from SERPWU the most? Uh, and not only was it who's going to benefit, but a part of that question is, who do we even want to attract? Uh, you know, I'll be real blunt and real straightforward to you. 
we didn't want to attract the low-end SEO people. And we're talking about low-end as in people who barely engage with SEO. It's an afterthought for them. Or they're just doing SEO for really low-quality, made-for-adsense type sites. And they're only going to be in business for potentially three months because that's that's their goal. That's their status. That's their their knowledge level. We didn't want to play in that. There's There's plenty of people who can help those lower end digital marketers. And, and we have nothing against them, but we wanted to focus more attention on the high level internet marketers because they would be more in tune with our unique ideas, our fresh perspectives to how we uh, answer questions. They're going to be uh, more willing to have multiple tools. You know, we didn't want to replace other tools. Uh, we wanted to be in addition to other tools. And for somebody that's low end, they're always looking for, uh, you know, maybe a cost savings or they're looking to replace tools. We didn't want that. We want it to be in addition to you know, we don't mind that you use SpyFu or SEMrush or other tools. We we want to enhance that. We want to be part of your tool set. We don't want to be your only tool set. Now, if we are, that's great. But we had to ask ourselves, who did we want to attract? And at the same time, who's going to most benefit from SurfWoo? And because I have that authority and I have that knowledge and my partner does too, we were able to look at three core people that would be our audience and pretty much our our audience ended up being the small business owner who maybe doesn't know a lot about SEO and they pay somebody else but they want to learn and they want to keep track of the agency that they pay or the freelancer that they pay uh, or they want to learn it themselves so that they can do uh, SEO themselves as well. That was uh, one of our core audiences. The other audience was the person who works in an agency and maybe they're a manager level or director level. They're not the entry level person at the agency or the grunt at the agency. They are the director or vice president. Uh, Maybe they're a manager as well, but they're responsible for owning the projects that come in through SEO and they potentially manage other employees who actually do the work. The other employees do the content. The other employees do the link building. That was somebody we knew was one of our core audiences because they're going to be interested in reports. They're going to be interested in unique perspectives, unique answers, and they're accountable for something that they have to give to somebody else like their vice president or their president or their chief marketing officer or their senior VP, uh, that was going to be one of our core audience. Now, the last one, the third one, was actually going to be a freelancer or consultant, but it wasn't going to be an entry-level freelancer consultant. It's going to be somebody that's got you know seven to 10 years as a freelancer or consultant and they're working on multiple projects and they want to save time and they want to get uh, an advantage over other consultants and deliver breakthrough performance and, and insights to their clients. Uh, you know, that's who we wanted to go after. We, we didn't want to go after somebody who was new, who uh, might be overwhelmed with the advanced uh, topics and techniques that we bring out to the front with SERPWU. And I was able to know about those audience because I've been all of those people. I've been the small business owner. 
Uh, I've been the the uh, freelancer who has a lot of experience and they're looking for an advantage against others. And I've been the manager, director, vice president at a company who had to give reports to my higher up, but also own and manage the project and look for ways to uh, you know increase our SEO and look for ways to actually uh, have a unique advantage against our other competitors while I was at that agency or company. And that's really how you know your audience. Now, on the flip side of that, somebody could say, well, I don't feel that I'm an authority and I still need to answer this. Well, I'm sorry that that is your answer. That is your right answer. Anything else, you're just kind of shooting in the dark. And I'll let you know why I know this. The reason why I know this is I work for other clients. I do pay-per-click advertising for some clients, as a matter of fact. And uh, somebody told me I talk about uh, higher education way too much. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, this is, <laughs> is going to be an example. Hey, you know, it's, it's what I work with, you know, like in the higher education space. One of my clients is an all-female university. I'm not a female. I don't even have a college degree. So how do I know what a 18-year-old female or even a 32-year-old female thinks and feels and desires and wants when I'm not a 32- or 19-year-old female? Um, You know, let's take away the female. How does somebody getting ready to enter into college feel at the high school level? Listen, I haven't been in high school for a, a damn long time. I don't remember what that feels like. I don't even you know, really like college and and, and universities. I have nothing against people with degrees, but as an entrepreneur, I was more into uh, life experience and making money than I was paying to get a degree. Uh, So, you know, it's nothing against degrees, but, you know, here I am, the person that doesn't have a degree, uh, leading students into a university for getting a degree. And I'm not a woman, uh, and here I am helping this all-woman's university attract women to their degree programs. Uh, There's a few more things that I could go on about. I don't have a degree. I don't seek to have a degree. I'm not a female. And therefore, I would have no way in the world to be able to tell this university who their audience is. Uh, You know, I wouldn't be able to tell them about their wants and desires and emotional triggers. I'm just not that person. I'm not in the role where I'm making the designs or I'm writing the copy. I'm strictly doing the pay-per-click for them. Somebody else has developed that message and brand. So I wouldn't be able to develop branding or messaging for that particular university. Now, I could perform the pay-per-click duties because the ads are already developed the imagery's already developed, the brand messaging's developed, the wording has already been decided on, and I'm following through the emotions of their pay-per-click campaign without having to come up with the emotional trigger points or the whys or the branding behind being a woman that wants to go to an all-women's university. What's important here is not the labels or uh, the fact that it's a woman or somebody that's older or somebody that's wealthy. It's actually the whys behind that audience. Uh, you know, me not having experience as an older woman that is slightly wealthy, I couldn't tell you the emotional triggers why they want to drink wine. As a younger woman going to college and seeking out a degree, I couldn't tell you the emotional triggers behind why they're wanting to go to college, especially to an all-women's college. Now, I can make some assumptions. We all could. 
You know, people want to go to college to better their career. People want to go to college because they have dreams and aspirations. People want to go to college because it's a promise of a new future. You know, we all can come up with those generalities. But when you're the authority in that space, it comes out through your copywriting and through your imagery and your brand messaging. You know, just exactly those emotional triggers, the exact right words and emotional triggers that really get that person wanting to sign up for the All Women's University uh, because it specifically targets them, their dreams, their hopes, their aspirations. Uh, now, somebody like me could come up with some generalities, but it's going to take the person that's the actual authority that really drives that home and hits the Grand Slam. I mean, could you imagine if you had never been self-employed? Maybe you've never been or maybe you have. But could you imagine somebody that's working at an agency? And let's just paint this picture here. Uh, They're 22 years old. They just graduated college with a master's in business administration. They're working in the marketing department. This person has never had a job before. Maybe they've had a summer job. You know, I'll give them that. Uh, Then they went to college, and now this is their first real job, or at least maybe their second real job. But the the fact is, they've never been self-employed. They've never made a dime for themselves. They've never been in charge of payroll. They've never had to take out a loan. They've never had to have the self-doubt of running a business that could be failing. They haven't stayed awake till two in the morning with just ideas running through their head about how they can improve their business. Now, let's just paint it a a vanilla 22-year-old, and this is their second job. They've never been self-employed. They've never had to worry about that. Could you imagine that person at an agency trying to create or market a product to an older entrepreneur? I know I definitely couldn't, Uh, but yet it happens every day. You know, especially with with agencies that are the agency of record for certain clients. Uh, They're trying to develop brand messaging, marketing messages for people that are in industries that they are not the authority of. They're just going by generalities. I mean, that 22-year-old recently graduated college student working at the agency, they just couldn't write copy or do brand messaging, uh, or write ads that really drove it home to an older entrepreneur such as myself. They wouldn't know specific words that trigger emotions to me. They couldn't tell stories that really connect to me. They wouldn't be able to come up with uh, uh, imagery in their display ads that could really talk to me. Now, I'm not saying that they couldn't make a good campaign. I mean, there are some campaigns that are generic and vanilla that work, but it's not going to be the home run type of campaign. You know, that that person could not relate to me. We're on totally different sides of the fence. It would be like a Democrat trying to talk to a conservative or a conservative to a Democrat or even, um, you know, let's go with religion, something that, that people don't want to talk about. You know, it'd be like a Christian trying to talk to a Jew or a Muslim to a Jew uh, or a Hindu to a Christian. I mean, unless you can connect with that person because you're an authority You're just not going to tell the right stories and use the right words and really speak the same lingo so you're not going to connect. And that's really where coming in as an authority and knowing your audience 
it was really shines with with the message that I'm trying to give you in in this podcast. You know, it's it's not enough to say that you know that millennials and older females are going to be drinking wine. You need to know the whys behind it and the emotional triggers behind it. I mean, somebody that's that's trying to uh, connect with me, they need to be an entrepreneur. They need to know my struggle. They need to know my aspirations and dreams and how to connect with me and use the same lingo as me. Uh, you know, if I'm talking to to somebody and they don't know what MRR is, you know, they're not going to be able to connect with me. You know, MMR is monthly recurring revenue or a lifetime value. You know, there's there's so many times that, that I talk to other business owners and they want to know what they should pay for ads and what a return should be. Everybody that they've ever talked to weighs it up front like uh well how well how much is a sale and and uh you know what's a uh a good return in your industry for this nobody ever talks some about lifetime value that's something that an entrepreneur or somebody that's really uh you know knows the numbers in their business they would know the lifetime value you know now i'm talking their language i'm talking one-on-one to them especially if they run a software as a service company and i start talking about mmr with them or i talk about churn rate with them you know those are going to be foreign languages to other people but an entrepreneur or especially somebody that's in software as a service they're going to instantly connect it's going to be like this I just snap my fingers. It's going to be like that, and it's going to be that spark that kind of gets them one-on-one, and that's the what you're looking for in your messaging. Again, this is why I keep saying the way that you find out your audience is you've got to be the authority. You, you cannot rely on somebody else to do this research for you, like these research companies, because you're going to get the label, but you're not going to get the why. And you're not going to get the trigger and, and you're not going to know the responses and the reasoning. You're just going to miss out on that. And your messaging is still going to be bland and vanilla. Um, you know, if we go back to wine again, the older woman that's slightly wealthy buying wine for the startup that I talked to you about earlier. Maybe they're buying wine now because, um, you know, they're an empty nester. Their children have grown up and gone, and they're slightly wealthy because they're not spending their money on their children anymore, and they're kind of getting close to their golden years, and maybe she's buying wine and drinking it now because uh, if she had done that earlier in life, that would have looked very selfish uh, with you know, her buying wine when she has children, and maybe she didn't feel like spending that money on wine was worthy because that's kind of a selfish endeavor and she wanted to spend the money on on her children and her children's needs and her children's futures. Now I'm, I'm kind of making this up as I go but see those are are the the why and the emotional triggers that you need to know to know your audience because if that is true then when you write your copy that can come out and you can connect with that lady that older lady who's buying wine, uh, you know, more efficiently and you can connect with them and build a story with them so that they connect with your brand. That's what I get to talking about with authority. Um, and again, when it comes to authority, you don't have to be the leader. You just have to be deeply engrossed into your topic to know these certain types of things. When we did Serp Blue, I knew the emotional triggers and the whys behind being that middle manager at the agency or being the, the highly paid consultant freelancer or being the small business owner because I've been all that. I know how it feels to be a, a business owner to question the work that another individual does when it comes to your digital marketing efforts. To be that small business owner in question is what they're doing 
the correct way to do di you know di digital marketing or am I getting scammed or, or are they not doing enough and I just want to know more so that I can talk to them you know that's what the small business owners feeling I know that because I've been that and then to be the high-paid consultant and the middle manager at the agency I know all of those emotional triggers and reasonings and, and thoughts behind those and what their daily lives are like and the language they use because I've been that uh, you know so my my marketing efforts are going to connect with those people more because I know exactly how to talk to them and I know what makes them tick. I don't know the whys, the reasoning, the emotional triggers for a young woman or a middle-aged woman to want to get a degree at an all-women's college, so I'm not doing that in that role. Uh, this is how you find your audience, not because you're looking on Amazon not because you're paying a research company, not because you're doing focus groups, not because you're looking at analytics. That stuff is easy. That's the easy stuff. You can pay someone on Fiverr to do that work for you. But the really hard work is to look at the why. Why are they doing this? What's the language they use? What's their aspirations, their dreams, their pain points, their emotional triggers? That is knowing your audience. And you're never going to know that unless you're the authority or unless you experienced it yourself to really understand it on a much deeper level. So I know that's probably uh, not the easy answer that a lot of you all were looking at, uh, but that is the true and one and right answer. So that's it for the show. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, leave them below, and I'll catch you next episode. Thanks. Bye.